the ring on that MF. Mm. What'd you say? It's like A minor or C sharp? I don't know <laughs> there, Hambone. Hmm. So Josh had to go and get the bottle because he done fucked up A.A. Ron. Listen. And left it in the kitchen. It's okay. But. <clears throat> we had to Google this because even though I'm Italian. Ah, beep bada boop. Okay. I had to look this up. We don't to... speak Italian. Not exactly. I can say like uh, we came Papa over... John's or. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> A Papa John's. What's the, what's the, um. Shut the no, no, no. What's the raviolis in the can? Chef Boyardee. <laughs> yeah, Boyardee. Boyardee. Ferrari. Lamborghini. Just because you, like, talk like that doesn't mean you you're actually yes. talking in Italian. But the wine that we are drinking tonight is... Que fico! Little Mario told me that. We do have a little guy on here with a Italian flag bow tie. And it is a red blended Italian wine mm -hmm. in 2019. I actually got it from Scout and Cellar. Um, <clears throat> and it is really, really good. What? The back of this bottle, literally, we are so dumb. The back of this <laughs> bottle says, K Fico, like this. K Fico. It's Italian for cool. As in, you've only been growing that mustache for three days. K Fico. Oh my gosh. Which is totally funny because I've been growing my beard out for the past month now. And it still doesn't look good. Wow, thanks, honey. No problem. Wow, truth hurts, I guess. I like it. You know what? I'm glad you're joining me on the wine train today. You know, got a little, uh, I think I woke up this morning a little hungover from the <laughs> bourbon yesterday. I said, I feel a little dizzy. What's, I haven't felt this way in a while. In a minute. And I'm like, yeah. Um, I think you drank too much last night. I think it's a hangover. Yeah. You're 32. Man, I used to be able to pound them down. I, Am I, I 32 or 33? You're 32. We'll be 33 this year. God, I, my bones hurt like I'm 53. <laughs> we were at the gym today and his elbow cracked and I was like, mm, I guess we have to stop lifting. Yeah, I'm going to come in with every like elbow sleeve and like arm warmer and like, you know, Gotta keep the joints lubricated. Like the guy wearing the um, mechanic gloves today at the gym. Yeah. New yeah. Year's. New All people. All the new people coming in. At least in. he's in there attempting to better himself. Hey, and, I'm, know, I'm fine with that, out. but you know. Do you remember the dude at the old gym that used to wear gardening gloves? Gardening gloves. Gardening gloves. And work, work With boots. a flannel shirt. Yeah. And jeans. Yeah. Odd folks. But anyway. Anyways, um, happy new year. We're into the new year. I don't know about y'all, but I got sick. So I started my new year off a little, you know. Under the weather? Yeah. Deuce Deuce wasn't doing it too well? No. No? Deuce Deuce. Taking a deuce. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, poop jokes. Well, hey. It only goes up from here. It does. So. And honestly, I was worrying about so many different things about like teaching my classes and doing a bunch of other personal things um, in our life. And I was like, I don't have time to be sick and blah, 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 blah. And I was freaking the heck out. And I had to like stop myself and I was like, okay, 
I know there's a lesson in literally everything, but what is helping me worrying right now? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I was like, I need to teach my classes. Like I started this January, February challenge and here I am sleeping all day, Monday and Tuesday and not having classes and they all survived. Um, <clears throat> I have on-demand classes and it just gave me time for reflection of, okay, you set yourself up and even though it's the new year, like there's still other things that they can do that you've already provided. Mm -hmm. And it gave me time to just kind of relax a little bit and heal my body. Right. And that's kind of what I'm taking into the new year is just healing my body, not worrying, and just staying on that because I know the effects of worrying that it can do to your body. Right. Especially worrying about things that are like out of your control. Like no matter how much you take your precautions and wash your hands and all that kind of stuff, like God, let's be honest, like sicknesses come and go right and like you know you could have also you were really ending the year very strong you could have mm -hmm. just worn yourself out right? oh i did and you know something like getting sick you can't really prevent it so like what's the point of you stress can take your vitamins sure elderberry and zinc hands down but you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be and you will you know, feel under the weather or get sick and, and you exactly. just kind of have to roll with it. And well, how I always look at it is no one's superior than somebody else of getting sick, but it's how, how quickly can you get over it? And what do you do during the sick time? And like, Amen to that. and like worrying about it and like stressing and like, you know, complicating things even worse because you're not feeling well. And like, you start doing that checklist in your head. You're like, I'm going to miss out on this. I'm going to not be able to complete this. Like yep. I have so many people that are like depending on me for this new challenge I'm starting. And like, you know, the new year is supposed to be all for the bang and I'm supposed to be the front runner of all this stuff. Okay. Like people will give you grace. Yeah. Right. They definitely did. I, I love you peak fitness fam. <laughs> but you know, take that into other things in your life as well. We, we as humans, We'll drown ourselves in so much sorrow, so much worry, and we will literally, we can almost make ourselves sick mentally because of how much energy we focus yep. on all that stuff. Yep. Right? And, you know, you can lose sleep. You can not eat. You can, you know, basically put yourself into this dark hole that is so hard to come out of unless you're mentally strong or aware that you're doing it to yourself. <clears throat> yep. And, you know, we just want to talk about this a little bit today because let's just say we are making some strides in our life, whether it's business, whether it is, you know, just financially and things like that, where it's frightening and we need to stretch ourselves in order to grow, right? And we talk about this all the time and like any, any self-help people will, right? Because that's yeah. where, where your most growth is, is when you're uncomfortable and you step out in faith. And that's what we're doing this year for sure. And we're trying to do it in a new light because it is very easy to wrap yourself up in worrying about things, you know, having the doubt and like, should we be doing this? Um, I have to talk Josh off the ledge several oh. times. Oh yeah. I mean, cause my mind is, I, I kind of lean towards being more of a realist. So, you know, I have a hard time separating the two 
from faith and like, you know, just kind of letting it up and being like, okay, like I can only control the things that I can. Other things will just have to fall into place and we'll deal with them as they come. But you're also a control freak in this sense too. Oh yeah. I need to have A through Z completely checked off and know in my mind. He has a plan A and a plan B, C, D, E, F. Yeah. And I've always been that way. I always have a fallback just in case. And sometimes that does provide to be useful because when things go south, I'll be like, hey, no problem. I got a backup. Yep. But... You focus so much on if A doesn't work, if, if plan A doesn't work out, how am I going to execute plan B, plan C mm-hmm. when it's not sometimes always up to us, guys, whether plan A works out. You know, we can control only what we can control. Yep. And as long as you're putting your best foot forward, you're attempting to constantly do your best, you're putting in line things that you can I'm just going to say this. God will take care of the rest. He will make sure that all the gaps are filled and that bumpy road is now paved over smooth. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning this more and more as I get older and as I dive deeper into myself as in your old ways, Josh, only take you down a path that is harder to come back out of. Yep. Than it is to just be like, okay, I'm putting my cards on the table. I've done my notes. I've done my checklist. Mm-hmm. The rest will just come. Yeah. And honestly, too, like, there's there's a lot to worry about. And honestly, I'm going to go down this road. Social media and the news and all that kind of stuff, they put this fear out there and they want you to worry. And it's causing, like, a lot of different, like, sickness and like just not good things like worrying can actually you said it drive you to be sick and then other health complications too that it doesn't make sense to stay in that state of fear and worry when you cannot control anything and like so like the definition of it is causing anxiety about actual or potential problems Mm. and <clears throat> Excuse me. There's gonna I'm be sorry. Some, there's gonna be some of that today. We're not. Gonna, I'm sorry. We'll edit that out. No, it's fine. I'll um, try to edit like a bird chirp every time you cough. That would be funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <clears throat> but it's like worrying about a potential health risk, and you can do all the things, but you can't prevent it. It's God's plan with your whole life, and. I have kind of stopped worrying because it does absolutely nothing for me and my physical self that like I just let it up to God and also too like I can only control certain things in my life. I can control myself. That's it. So if you stop having that anxiety and worrying about all of these different things just trust that it's all going to work out in the end. And trust me, like when my dad got diagnosed with cancer like five years ago, I think it's five or six or something, I was worrying nonstop. But I worried myself so much that I was at my lowest weight because I wasn't eating. And like I was just stressing myself out for no reason And I know there's situations like that in people's lives. 
but you need to just take a step back and focus on your soul and what you can actually control mm -hmm. in this life because it it really doesn't benefit anything like what does ask yourself the next time you're worrying like what does it actually benefit and so i'm going to pick up off of one thing you just said was like yeah you know the definition of worrying is like creating that anxiety and of potential problems right so, not even actual problems sometimes right. so what is that that's the story that we tell ourselves and a lot of the times when we worry, it's all because we've already created this ending to a movie that hasn't even happened yet. Uh-huh. And we are thinking of worst case scenarios. We are thinking of X, Y, and Z that's going to happen. And it hasn't even happened yet. But yet, for some reason, our mind automatically jumps to that. And we're already getting ourselves so upset mm -hmm. for the future that didn't even happen. Yep. And the other thing, too, is... What does anxiety and fear and worry do to somebody too? It paralyzes them. Yep. So people don't have any kind of growth in their life because they're consistently filling themselves with all this worry that if I, what happens if I quit my job and start my own thing? What happens if I take this leap of faith with a new partner? Or what happens if I decide to, you know, relocate or whatever it may be in your life? Oof. And... We paralyze ourselves because we constantly hold ourselves back mentally because, again, here comes that story again. Oh, my God, like, my, I could fail. I could, you know, get into this relationship and it wouldn't work out. I'll get heartbroken or I'll move somewhere and, and I'm not happy or I'm away from family or whatever it may be. We already automatically write the negative narrative of that story. Mm -hmm. And as you become it attuned to if you are a person that does this automatically like I totally was you start to then catch yourself and I'm reading a book right now it's called the power of now and it talks about just being present with yourself in the moment and like there's a bunch of chapters on this whole worrying and, and anxiety and stuff like that and oh damn I just picked this topic because I, I felt no passionate it, about it but it truly talks about like our mind and our body and our being, which is, let's, for our sake, because we're Christians, we'll call it our Holy Spirit, you know, the, the soul, our, you know, inside of us, yep. right, are all three different entities. And your mind will tell your body to feel a certain way because your mind automatically makes up this story, <clears throat> negative narrative. But we have to stop, see that connection between our mind and body, let our spirit, let your soul, whatever you want to call it, take over and be like, no. I have faith that this is going to come, you know, into fruition. I have faith I will be happy. I have faith this relationship is going to work. You know, all that kind of stuff. And as problems arise, addressing a problem in a sense of, is it something I need to adapt to? Or is it something that needs to be handled and changed? That's it. Just two options. Because if it's something at work, say a new platform's introduced and you're worrying and you're stressed because I'm not going to understand it. This I'm used to the old way. This new way sucks. Blah, 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 blah. That's my life right now. But is it something you can change or is nope. it something you have to adapt to? Adapt. Right. Hands so down. just learn it to the best of your ability. Dive in. Become. See, like my thing is with that, what I do is if something is like changing, say like a new platform or like whatever that you're learning at work, 
I dive in and I try to be like the go-to person for literally everyone on it because mm -hmm. that makes me uncomfortable. That I don't, also makes you irreplaceable. Well, that too. <laughs> but like I just, I dive into it because I know that's the future, mm -hmm. okay? Why wouldn't I just dive into it and become the expert or master of it? Mm -hmm. Because... Even though I don't know everything, you will never know any everything, okay? But if you get uncomfortable in multiple ways, you will grow. Grow. Yeah. And like I see like those things all the time like why would I want to get out of my comfort zone? Um let's just say if you constantly live in your comfort zone and never have that like <laughs> you're always height, in mediocrity. Like, yeah, like your heightened like experiences you're never gonna live to the highest potential mm -hmm. and you said a lot i'm gonna go back to this you said a lot about like what if mm -hmm. why would you want to live with those what ifs mm -hmm. for the rest of your life i'd rather live a life where i look back and go that. Yeah, I did this, this, and this, and boy, did that suck. I fucked up there. Yeah. Then go, you know, I never took that job opportunity out in Utah, or I never went out with that girl, or I never did and that financial chance, you know, whatever it may be. At the end of someone's life, those are the things that you will regret for the rest of your life Yep. over yep. everything. So, like, personally... I don't live with any what ifs. If I get something in my brain, boom, I'm I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. Like I know like my family is hella important. Mm -hmm. And that's just one example or like I know that like my passion is helping other people whether it's free on this podcast or like in my fitness stuff so like it was no brainer for me to go i'm not gonna have a what if i'm gonna open my own business mm -hmm. like duh everyone else is doing it but they're not me mm -hmm. like and if you are i'm just giving out examples here if you're not happy in your job okay what if i went for another position oh i have it too easy here no like Go for something. You never know and you can always go back. You know what I mean? Or say you're not happy in your network marketing company. There's plenty out there. I'm just saying that mm -hmm. you can make an, an additional income with something else that's going to align to your goals. Like this year should be about aligning yourself to what actually freaking matters mm -hmm. and not having those what ifs. And, and that worry and that anxiety yes. and, you know, having that stress. And back to <coughs> just, I know we're kind of bouncing around here, but like, sorry, I wanted to say one more thing about, you know, as problems arise in this next year coming up, try to have that mindset of, is it something I need to adapt to or is it something I need to change? Yeah. And a lot of times when we're in a career and we're in it for, you know, providing for our family and stuff like that, there's a lot of adapt adapting that needs to go on, right? Because it's corporate. You you as a single person can't really change too much. That's just an understanding that we all we all know. But when it comes to your personal life, 
like let's use the example of you know getting back into fitness like say you've become overweight or your eating habits are totally trashed stuff like that right same that problem is it something that you're going to adapt to well hell no because you know it's not good for you yep. and you know every time you eat that cheeseburger those french fries or that donut you're like i really shouldn't be having this but it's convenient and it's easy and i understand it i get it but is it something you can change hell yes it is right yep. Like, you can choose not to eat that donut. You can choose... Break that habit. To break, break that, the loop. Right. And to also be like, okay, I'm going to change this problem because yep. I have the ability to. I'm going to start a regimen. I'm going to start working out three times a week. I'm going to be active. I'm going to start you know, packing a salad with tuna instead of... I'm only going to have a donut once a week. Right. Instead of five times a right. week or i'm gonna you know we, me and chris are the big cheat meal people once a week we we go all out we live like we're not this picture perfect no. like right we love food we are foodies we, i love it right and so i'm gonna eat what i want i'm a big believer and you know there's it's whatever dietitians and fads <clears throat> and all that kind of stuff there's so much out there you just need to find out what works for you but the way that i live I my life and don't is, restrict yourself exactly like i understand six days out of the week i eat a regimented diet and you know i'm watching in concern about what i eat you want to talk about worrying in that sense right okay. what like what is worrying going to do if you look at yourself in the mirror i'm reading the High Five Habit by Mel Robbins right now. So some of this may come from that. If you are worrying about yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror going, oh, you're you're so fat. Like, oh, there's so much work I have to do and all of this kind of stuff and like creating this like, oh my gosh, I'm always going to be here like mm -hmm. type of mentality. Why aren't you flipping the script on that? Because the only way you're going to get out of that hole is if you flip the script of, no, you're not fat. You're like, you don't have a long way to go. You're beautiful the way you are. You're just enhancing yourself now. Mm -hmm. You're changing a little bit and you will change. But once you switch that narrative in your brain, mm -hmm. the power that it has to change your body is monumental mm -hmm. like the things you say to yourself are a reflection of what you think of yourself of what you think of yourself right okay so it's constantly going to be in this loop and like i'm doing a little circle like there's a mirror in front of me and i say it to myself and it bounces right back and it's continual loop mm -hmm. okay what if you said something really freaking nice about yourself mm -hmm. once in a while mm-hmm then that's going to come back to you and it's going to be a positive influence where you're going to want to make those changes. Sure. You're going to want to, you know, not eat donuts every single day. Right. And let me just say this, because I think Kristen, I kind of believe the same thing. I hope. You know, health looks different <clears throat> to everybody. Amen. And, you know... What you may tell yourself because of what society is saying that you need to look or, you know, with obviously with social media and all these, you Screw know, society, quote unquote influencers and the way that they look and all that kind of They're stuff. They're all photoshopped, by the way. Okay. How do you really feel? But, <laughs> you know, I, that's how I feel. You know, we've been painted this picture of what, you know, 
a healthy male looks like or a healthy female looks like. You know, what I want to just say is this, like, as long as you're bettering yourself and, you know, maybe you may be overweight or whatever that, you know, it is. As long as you're taking off the pounds and you're just finding out that for yourself, you're living a healthier life and you are creating longevity within your life for yes. heart health and things like that. You don't need to have a ripped six pack abs to be claimed, quote unquote, healthy, healthy. Nope. Right. You know, there's, there is a margin in there that people can live that are just healthy, but they don't look a certain, you know, they don't look like a bodybuilder about to step on stage. They don't look like that little 90 pound fitness chick that's posting on Instagram. Nope. Like, you know, get those images out of your mind that that's what healthy is. Like, no, healthy to everybody looks different. And, you know, no one got fat eating one cheeseburger and no one got skinny eating one salad. It's a progress that takes but I love time. Cheeseburgers. Well, in moderation. No shit. Right? But, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there because I know a lot of people's New Year's resolutions going into this new year is going to be something Get to do healthy, with health. Lose weight. Right. And so. Okay, that's two different things. Right, exactly. And everyone's picture of health is different. And so just keep that in the back of your head too when you have that worry going into the new year that you potentially don't look a certain way or you may be classified, quote unquote, you know, unhealthy or fat or whatever it may be, that, you know, it's up to every individual. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I love, love all of that. I'm pulling up a question that mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you. Go ahead. Okay. Let me drink my wine first. Drink your wine. Ooh. Okay, that's empty. Uh, let's see. It's from the bucket list journey. Okay. Let's do it. I'm just going to go to a random question. Just a random question here. I went too far. What do you want to be remembered for at the end of your life? A good fella, a good father, a good husband. I just want to be that guy that everybody has something good to say about me. Whether it, I was honest, whether the truth hurts, uh, if I was funny, you know, or if... Apparently you have some good one-liners, so... Okay. But, you know, it, it, it's... Something that I strive for is I don't care about how many zeros are in my bank account. I don't care about what size house I live in. I just want to be remembered as a good dude. I want to be remembered as an honest fella, as a person that was good-hearted, was always there for somebody, or would give a shirt off of my back, or was the type of father that you know was present in my child's life, was the kind of husband that was caring, always thought of my wife first, was a giver, not always a taker. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I strive for, is just to be a good person and live with God first in my life and be like, you know, WWJD, what would Jesus do, right? You know. What would Josh do? Right. Well, I'm <laughs> in the Bible, so you got to read my book. But know. anyway, you know, <laughs> I just really, truly live by that mindset because I remember like my grandfather was such a great dude and he was just somebody that, you know, had been through World War II he had seen some shit and he didn't talk about it for a long time until, you know, he was much, much older. But that was the guy that, you know, even though he was retired, still at his retirement home, 
was the maintenance guy for free. Like he just loved fixing things and helping people. And like, you know, that was just the mentality that I want to have mm. is I don't expect anything in return. I just want to be a giver yep. and lover. I agree with that. And I'm going to flip that question on you because that is a good one. I know. Um, what do I want to be remembered for at the end of my life? That sweet ass. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> kind of the same thing of a just kind-hearted human who gives to others and... I want to make an influence in every single person that I come into contact with. That's a good one. Of something they needed. I want to be someone that if they needed an ear, I was there to listen. Um, I don't like talking about myself and I rather other people talk about themselves and I will ask the questions about them. Mm-hmm. So that way I can get to know every single human I come into contact with on this earth. So that's kind of like, I want to bring out the best in other people. The feeling that I get when somebody says, hey, I listened to your podcast and you said this and it really resonated with me. Or I was going through a situation and I remember you saying this. Something that I said that somebody takes and actually implements it into their life yeah. or they have a situation where they're like hey that actually came in handy what you said yep that's the type of influence that just like people talk about purpose and passion or whatever it is right nothing fills me more with joy to hear somebody say something like that mm -hmm. where it's just maybe it was one little nugget that they got out of you know what we talk about that resonates with them that's why we do this amen to that Where's your wine glass? I finished that bitch. That's the, <gasps> gasp. Yeah. I was going to say, let's let's drink to that. Um, but there's nothing left in the bottle. He just put his eye down the <laughs> bottle. Um, so if you love this, make sure you share this with other people and my Peak Fitness family that's listening. I appreciate you. It's part of the January, February challenge. So listen up, Pete. <laughs> Kefiko! Kefiko! Um, so with that being said, share this with your friends. Like this. Hit the little bell notification up at the top. Um, if you're still interested in the Goal Getter Workbook, there's going to be something coming out um, now that I'm getting over my sickness that will be launched very, very soon. Um, and we do have some news coming up that I'm excited to share with all of y'all because you are our family and we cannot wait to share it with you. On that note, though, we love y'all. Keep being relentless and kill everything that you do. See you next week, guys. <laughs>